welcome back, Smugheads, and welcome to Smug Mode, a Red Dwarf podcast where we discuss the British cult sci-fi comedy classic Red Dwarf. I am Ben Gilman. As always, I'm joined by Tom Hill. Hey. Dan Rudge. Hey. And I thought for a second that you weren't there. And Troy Salmon. What's up? And today we're here to discuss Season 7, Episode 3. Ooh, robberous. Smug Mode engage. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> I had to do that because I I spent five minutes trying to say that. All right, thank you. Hang Tom. on, we are. Hmm? Oh no! <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. we are. <laughs> I hate doing this. Let's. Uh, we're gonna. You're gonna hate doing this until season nine, bro. Lisa, <laughs> stop me. Season nine. Season nine's terrible. Season ten, motherfucker. <laughs> Can we can we not just discuss why men have nostril hair instead? We we can, and we I can. can give you I I'll give you a story about it when we get to it. Lister <laughs> Captain Crichton stumble upon a doorway that leads to another dimension, where Lister learns he died in a nuclear disaster on board Red Dwarf and has been brought back as a hologram. And Lister's former girlfriend, Consul Officer, not Scottish, Christine Kachansky, was in stasis and survived. And Lister discovers the truth about himself. So smug mode is now engaged. Um, yeah, she's here. Chloe and it's. Let, let, let's deal with the scenes before. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's not go. Let's, 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 let's go to the box under the pool table that does look like a pub in Liverpool any day, any year, let alone the future. Um, that you know, Liverpool's a rough area. I, I'm joking. Um, your extensive we... knowledge of Liverpool is telling you this, is it, Ben? Yeah. <laughs> I love Liverpool, actually. It's a good place. Liverpool's fun. It's, it's a great a place. place. Yeah. Bigs up to Liverpool. I, I'm just joking. Um, so we start the episode with, um, if you may remember, like the baby under the pool table we've heard previously. Um, and then we cut. Yeah, someone can take this over. I've stumbled. Yeah, well, basically it's... Under a pool table, they find a baby in a box with the word Ouroboros written on it, which the Scouses mistake as Ouroboros. They couldn't <laughs> even decide on a name for the baby. Which mm. leads to the question, why the hell is he named Dave? But anyway, let's leave that to one side. You're right, Dave. You're right, Dave. No, it makes sense. Right, Dave? You're right, Dave. Makes sense. Yeah, but if they believe that the parent wanted him to be called Rob or Ross, why the hell is he called Dave? <laughs> it's just a natural name for them. And they're called Scouser and name, isn't it? Obviously, this it is, is yes. um, this is about um, Lister's parentage. Mm. Which, um, you know, I, it's mental by the time we get to the end of it. Um, mm-hmm. So we find out, we cut to Lister in the quarters. Um, now, obviously, in the past, we've seen this man with his personal hygiene questionable so he's got he's attacking his nostril hair damn sure as you already know dan wants to talk about this i have nostril hair problems too so i know how annoying it is because i cut my nostril hair it's back there the next day the thing is i don't even suit a flat cap (laughs) (laughs) manscape i've actually bought a nose hair trimmer yeah, I've got because of this scene this week, because I've got one <laughs> off Amazon today before we recorded. Because wow. I'm sick and tired of my fucking nostril hair. So my language. <laughs> hey, if he inspired you to buy one, it's all good. You should see my I'm just waiting around to see what for. <laughs> oh my 
gosh. The, the, the problems with the little, the, the what's it, the, um, uh, what do you call them? The ladles, the, what do you call them? When they use to pluck out his nose. Um, the pliers. The, 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 the pliers? Were they pliers? Or were they like those ladles? Those things. Oh, no, they were they were like salad tongs. Salad, there we go. Yeah, salad tongs. <laughs> <laughs> salad tongs at the start. I was like, oh my days. Like pulling out those nose hairs. Oh, flashbacks, man. Mem- bad memories. Can, can I also say that he manages to get the closest he's ever looked to being Arthur Dent in this episode? It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Hitchhikers. Um... Also, he's got shaving foam in his ear. I've had that happen to me a lot when I used to shave with a uh, shaving foam. Now I have an electrical razor. But yeah, I always used to somehow put shaving foam in my ear somehow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You you can have to sacrifice them. Yeah. (laughs) Especially if you want to get the ear hairs. Why do guys get ear hairs, by the way? (laughs) First year. (laughs) Yeah, it's annoying. That is annoying. That's probably the only way my hair is. I don't really have any ear hair, to be honest. So I'm, I'm good with that. Oh, I'm lucky. I'm lucky in that side. But, <laughs> <laughs> but everywhere else, I've got hair, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Lister is definitely rocking a Hitchhiker's Alpha Dent look with the um, the pink uh, dressing gown. Dressing gown, yes. Um, looking very stylish. And this is how they find they find um, a tunnel. Uh, I don't know the scientific word for it. Um, where they find alternative universe. Christine they tear the time continuum, which has caused a gateway between two parallel universes. Thank you, Crytie. Space um, disturbance. Frightened now. Um, Fright. Yeah. Ben, you are a smee. <laughs> I love the way you still can't say it. You still can't say it. No, and I will always be proud of that. Um, so we find out that in her dimension, she um, she was the one that got done with the cap. So she went to Stasis and Lister, and you know, um, yeah, uh, they got a they got a gold Crichton. Yeah, that really blinged up. Um, no, he's just shiny edition, wasn't it? <laughs> no, he's he's gold. He's a gold edition. That's what he is. Yeah, I just like it, you well, only you just, get them in special packs. <laughs> yeah. you, just, you just get the impression that everything about the world where she was is better because she was a more qualified yeah person. So she actually knew what the hell she was doing when she came out of stasis. Um. Yeah. Um. Actually, um. While we were discussing this, there was a a picture in the WhatsApp group that Troy put in, and I say it was from season eight. It's not. It's from season. It's from this episode because there we go. Uniform. I told you, I told you Ben. I, I forgot you. that Chris Barry's rumor does cross over Kachansky in the Flash in the flashback in their universe. So I will shut my goddamn mouth. <laughs> um, apologies there. Um, what's your first? Um, What's your first opinion? Um, uh, thoughts on her? Uh, this episode, Clary I, I, I let the more people don't really like her because she was okay to me. She was all right. She wasn't the, she wasn't the best, but yeah. Honestly, I'll let you guys first. Going on that. Honestly, the first thought I had whenever I first saw her was, so they're ripping off every female oh, damn. <laughs> capable secret agent 
character ever. Yeah, especially the latex. Yeah, I got, I got that. Yeah, the femme de quita. It, it was very nineties. Sort of, this is our take on Electra. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but who's worse, Jennifer Gardner or her? According to Robert Llewellyn, during the scene in which the dwarf was Mitkachansky, he could not stop staring at her behind. So he decided to get on his knees, hold on, that sounds really dirty, and stare closely at her behind until he was bored and could concentrate on his <laughs> Jeez. Wow. <laughs> I've had some flimsy excuses in my life, but Jesus. <laughs> it's, I got it from his book, his autobiography. Wow. Jesus misses your arse is distracting. I need it to be boring. Hang on a minute. <laughs> I was gonna say that, that, is, that, is, that is the flimsiest. Like that's creep. <laughs> that's creep level. That's creep level. But I still kind of respect him. I still kind of respect her because she obviously got on with it. Realizing it's a lads area. <laughs> and got on with it. Oh god. I didn't get his obsession. It wasn't that it wasn't that great. But not great. It's not. In those leather pants, they ain't bad. It's not they ain't bad, but borderline. Uh, mm. Anyway, this is not a misogynistic. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's that's a confusing. I'm women. Is she a Honestly, we, and, and we are forgetting the fact that still, the cat does hold the title of. Oh, that, that, that leopard print. Oh, that he awful. is looking like a barman from EastEnders this week. He's rocking it. <laughs> that alternate version of himself was amazing. Looks like he could go on the drag race. Um, so I do from Jojo's to... bizarre adventure. <laughs> oh yeah, Jojo. Oh yeah. I would just like to point out though, the cat won't commit commit. That was quite funny. <laughs> the wibbly wobbly or the swirly thing, and he wouldn't like to commit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the funny line from Lister. I do, I do love how before they come into the tunnel, Crichton's brought the old scanner with him again. That is a consistent thing. That is some good eye for continuity there. Mm-hmm. Constantly having the same equipment. Well but done. That scanner seems to be able to tell them just about everything about anything. It yeah. is it's a the budget model. sonic screwdriver of, yes. the, of the show. It yes. will do everything. I, uh, I completely misheard what you said at the beginning there, Ben, and I thought you said continuity, and it just sent me off on one. <laughs> I can't say the word properly because I've got a speech problem. So I do. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring all that much attention to that, but like, no, it's fine. I, I, thought, I thought Dan was going with the Kachansky character. Right, right, right. Yeah. Continuity. There we go. See, I got it. You got it. You got it. Yay! Anyway. We so, all knew what you meant, apart from Dan, mean, who went off into some weird, freaky universe. I, I, I think it's about Kachansky. Like right. It's fine. Don't worry, Dan. It's cool. It's so it's obviously one last hurrah for Chris Barry. It's another hurrah for Chris Barry, um, who just seems to be haunting this show now. He will not leave. He's brilliant. <laughs> um, and I just feel like he just gets dismissed very quickly by Lister. And it's the old Hawaiian shirt Lister that I've missed. Yeah, obviously. I, I, that is continuity terms I really like because that's from season one. Yeah. And that I do like, the fact that he's, they've brought that back. It's not our Lister, obviously. It's the other universe. It's Kachansky's universe. But it's still nice to see. Not much has changed. I assure that. And Rimmer's had had less sex than lettuce, according to Lister. That's a good line. <laughs> I love where Lister gives him the card and goes, yeah, ring's number, tell him it's emergency. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> oh, come on. 
Um, I do. I mean, I forgot because obviously she tries to hide the cat. Uh, Titan, is that the name of the cat? That was the cat in season one. Titan, Titan, and um, she goes to. And I'm very glad she had a change of heart because it's good for the character. Um, I thought she was going to microwave the cat. I completely yeah, the incinerator. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She takes the cat out. I've I've even written prematurely on my notes. Please do not microwave your cat. I hate this bitch forever. And then she takes <laughs> it out. Oh. Thank wow. God. Um, The other Lister, because you know when she drops originally, he holds on to the box. Is he more concerned with the box or his girlfriend? His girlfriend, I think. Or is he trying to hold on to the box so that it stabilises and that they can pick her up? Because he seems to be trying to steal that box. Well, we don't know what's in the box. Yeah, we never know. We don't know. What's what's in the box? Yeah, we are not doing a seven. It's in the box. It's in the box. He severed head of Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Let's move on. Boom, boom, boom. Thank you very much. I'm here all day. Um, um, I will say, though, Lister's teeth are super strong because this is the great bit about the, uh, the, 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 the floss. Strong teeth. He's already lost a cap already. That wood glue is strong, man. What crying gave him. I mean, what he found. That wood glue was crazy. Damn. That is That's one of those points where I go. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it stretches credulity a little bit. I know it's sci fi. A little bit. I was trying to be nice. It's literally (laughs) as thin as fecking floss. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Did you guys watch it? A lot. Those things are pretty fucking hard. Like, I can't break them. De- dental floss is one of the things. Yeah, but then again, have you tried hanging them out of a window with a human on the other end? No. <laughs> just, just saying. I don't mind the floss. My teeth would be done. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. They talk about the Gelfs. The Gelfs are still after him. Oh, my it's God. That's his ex it's time to pay alimony. Crazy <laughs> Harriet's coming for your ass, Craig Charles. Um, <laughs> she is very good at planning, though. She steps into the role of uh, Starbug because obviously the girl um, disrupt the tunnel with mm-hmm. blast, so they are the cause of it. They're chasing this stuff down, um, and she's she just immediately. Goes into the um, cockpit, Rimmer's side, and starts pretty handily doing some great tactical work. Yeah. Um, and it's quite funny about she's beginning to realise what she's walked into because they don't know what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any good lines from this bit? Um, the, well, was the whole thing about cords. Well, you're not talking about trousers, are you? <laughs> <laughs> but um. Thing is, right? The the character of Christine Kachansky yeah. is a good character. So, yeah. a different. Had they used Claire Grogan for this, yeah, I don't think anyone would have had any objections. To yeah. be honest, had they used any actually Scottish actress yeah. for this, I think there'd have been less objection. <sighs> 
I mean, maybe, I, maybe I'm wrong on that, but it's just the fact that, and they haven't changed that about the character because there's an episode later on where she's talking to Crichton about where she grew up, and she says she grew up in Glasgow. But Weird. she's making zero attempt to be Scottish. Well, at all. the other Lister sounds posh. The other cat sounds American. Mm. Um, I, I just, I, I, she's got. I, I mean, I don't know how she thinks she's meeting the other Lister because she's got a thing for spunk in it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. She seems really made with a bottle for his spunk. Yeah, that, 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 that's a little bit odd that she's carrying that around. But, you know. No, I think that they knew that it was another why they create that tunnel. I think that crew created that tunnel for that sole purpose. Well, yeah, but then she, but she seems quite surprised when she suddenly says, "Oh, I can." There is something you can do for us. It seems like it's an off the cuff moment. But I, I, she just goes around the universe. I'm with, I'm, I'm with you. I thought they'd created it. But... With her spunky children, she just keeps getting pregnant with other men. Yeah, spunky. No, let's let's not get into the complications of Dave Lister being his own father and how that fucks with yeah. several other episodes I of Red Dwarf. Wait, the drunk Lister. <laughs> To have a guy himself because he's his own dad. That's going to be fucking hilarious. Um, Crichton, when when we think we're losing Kanchansky, Crichton has the cheap champagne out. That's caviar. That's caviar, mate. That's some cheap shit. That is that <laughs> market. <laughs> yeah, it's the best they can. They've got. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The whole time we were just like trying to get rid of Kanchansky was funny. The whole, I kept it going. The walk and everything. Yeah, yeah, there is a problem now. There is a plot hole, as you said about the uh, lineage of his father. Mm-hmm. In uh, Better Than Life back in season two, uh, Lister recalls his father's funeral. Yeah. Um, now, I, I, I can. So how would he know? He must I have been talking about of... his adopted pet dad. He must have been. Right, ben, I can, I can kind of cover that one. Okay. Because remember back when we were talking about season one of Red Dwarf? Yeah. Um, he said about his dad and him talking to his dad down the toilet and then saying that he didn't have a dad. The way the way they got round that was in the books. I think it's Infinity Welcomes Careful Drivers. It explains that he never knew his dad, but he was talking about his stepdad when he referred to his dad as the one who they thought he'd flushed his dad down the toilet and the funeral. So it's his stepdad he's referring to. Yes. In those things. Okay. So they do kind of cover themselves. But they never explain it in the TV show. But within the book, there is a an exp- an explainable workaround. Okay, I I do want to mention though there is a slight problem. Crichton becomes a whiny bitch for the next two seasons. I forgot about because Crichton's insanely jealous. At first, it's funny, um, but I do remember they dragged this out to season eight where he just constantly bit gets reduced to a whiny little bitch for the next two seasons. Less, of- less so in season eight. I There's a memorable bit where he gets turned, where he gets classified as a woman. We'll get to yeah, that. That's um, that is funny. That, that, that scene with the tampon, we'll get to it. It's brilliant. Um, but yeah, yeah I- TV. We will get to that when we get to that. That <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I um, what else have I got here? Um, she, she only dresses in red. It's a bit, but then again, yeah. Rimmer only dressed in the same colour. Yeah, Rimmer was always in the same colour, yeah. So we can't really go for that, but... Yeah, you can't, very, that, that like, you can't criticize. Rimmer was a hologram. Yes. Yeah, but he did change colours two or three times in terms of yeah. clothing. 
Yeah, um, but like. But also, time... you've got you've got to remember that she's come onto a ship where there has been no woman, so her clothes are what she had when she was there. Basically, is the way I always kind of looked at it. I found it interesting because before she's meant to be leaving, when she believes she's leaving, he's put, given her the spunk in the jar. She goes to kiss him before Crichton comes across and pretends he has to clean the uh, railing. Yeah. Um, I wonder what you guys think about that. Because I know technically it's the same person, but from a different alternative universe. What do you think of that? Because at that time, she doesn't. She thinks she's going back to the other lister. So yeah, so it won't actually matter. Yeah, because it's exactly. like, you'll see him again. Care if it's the same guy from another universe, right? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, because you're going to see him really, so whatever, isn't it? I think that's the way she looks at it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Okay. So, anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the problem is the, the Kachansky character is massively divisive in season seven. I don't hate her as much as I used to. But it caused me a real problem at the time. Of and it made me really have an issue with season seven mm. for a long, long time. And it's only in the last couple of years I've gone back and rewatched it and gone, actually, you know what? There were a lot more good jokes in there than I'd remembered. Yeah. Because I remember it I don't remember it favorably because of her. I think I was And that's really to... unfair on Chloe Annette, and I do feel sorry yeah. that that's happened. It was not her fault that she was cast. For yeah. it. She obviously interviewed Beth, but it annoys me that the producers of the show decided that Claire Grogan, who is a solid actress, mm. was too old for the role, despite the fact she was only, I think, about a year and a half, two years older than Craig Charles. Wow. Which is a really bad statement for the industry. Yes. If her being two years older and you've got no issue with Craig Charles. Exactly. It, yeah. So I'm, I'm not trying to make it about that, but. I don't like the fact that they made that decision. Yeah. But, you know, who am I? <laughs> oh, no, I completely agree, Tom. I don't think there's anything else to say about it. It's just, it was a selfish, ageist, sexist decision by the corporation. Yeah. And the show suffered for it because. Yeah. There was a, someone very much established with that role who the fans absolutely adored. And sorry, didn't I mean, step into her shoes. I mean, the thing is, if Claire Grogan had been asked and had said no, fair play. Yeah. But it was an active dis- And that's what I assumed had happened. For a long time, I went, well, they must have asked her and she said no. And then I went and looked at it and it was like, no, it was an actual positive decision that she was too old to play the role, which is bullshit. And yeah, sorry, I'm I'm not like I say, I'm not trying to make it about that. It's just it frustrates me. And I do feel sorry for Chloe in it because she's on the she's on the end of my anger about that decision. And it's not yeah. actually her fault. I don't think anyone any actor in the world would turn down a good gig. And to be part of Red Dwarf was a good gig. Is that part of a legacy show, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, ugh. I, I hate her playing the role, but I don't hate her. She's a good works. actress. She does try her best. Yeah, yeah, but even if she just tried to do a Scottish accent, I'd probably give her more leeway. Yeah. 
Mm. <laughs> it's just little things like that that really piss me off. Yeah. It's a difficult one. But it's it's the worst episode of season seven so far, though. Um, it's not so far, the funniest yes. one. The harpoon through the leg was a bit... Also, it suffers from the fact it doesn't have a laughter track. Is this actually meant yeah. to happen, or is this just once again Netflix doing a weird thing? I, well, no, because none of when the BBC released it originally, none of the episodes had a laughter track. Yeah, right. And then a laughter track was added for some of the episodes. And what? But what they did was the reason I prefer the way that the Red Dwarf producers do it is they don't just have canned laughter. Yeah. What they do is they film they film the episode. And then they put it all together and then they do a special screening in like a cinema or a studio and you've got the genuine reaction of the audience who are watching it. Oh, nice. So it's like having a live audience at the time is the idea. That's why it sounds more natural than canned laughter. Yeah. Because it is actually the genuine reaction of an audience watching the episode. Yeah. But I don't know why it's only on some of the... The on Netflix is only on some on DVD. It's there's no laughter track at all on yeah. any episode. Mm. So, so I, I, it confuses me that they've decided to put a laughter track on some episodes and not on others. Because this episode, there are points when you go, actually, that's a good joke. Mm. I should be hearing laughter to make me remember that that's a good joke. If that if that makes sense. There are some shows that need that audience laughter, which is why when you got to season 10 of Red Dwarf and they decided to, Dave picked it up and they decided to make it, they decided to go back to being a studio show. Because a show like Red Dwarf needs that audience thing to make the people watching it kind of feel it a bit, I think. Um, I've got one more thing before we leave. Um, the joke of the barmaid thinking the word Yoroboros, whatever. Roboros, yeah. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. On babies, <laughs> it sounds Welsh to me. On babies, this, um, this is boxes are Robo Ross. Is that the barmaid thinks this is parents could decide if this is name is Robo Ross? Incidentally, Crichton's been played by David Ross and Robert Vernon. So that's kind of a funny coincidence that I thought I'd point out. <laughs> yeah, true. Good point. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I hadn't never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, well, there we go. Done a bit of research into it. Um, yeah. So I think that probably is coincidence, though, because the word Ouroboros has been around for centuries. Yeah. And Robin Ross is a very popular surname, first name, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's that's it. Uh, has anyone else got anything to say? Any good quotes? Um, I do. I do quite like the scene where she wakes up the first time in the in our Red Dwarf and starts getting off with Lister and Crichton trying to interrupt to tell him that he's made she's made a mistake. At first, Lister tries to stop it, and then yeah. he goes with it. It's quite funny, yeah. Permission to speak, permission to die. Oh, my, oh, my favourite one, because literally I didn't say it earlier, so I should have like, written down here, is when um, when, when um, Crichton was, um, Lister was talking about the nose hairs. When um, Crichton goes, oh, yeah, um, obviously I'm excluding the people, women who work in Oxfam. I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, wow. I will oh, say... By the way, Mr. Dave Lister, period pain has got to be a lot worse for women than it is for nostril hair for men. I'm not, I, he tries to equal it. I'm like, 
Such a loud thing to say. <laughs> it's that equal way. No way. I'm guaranteeing you it's got to be 10 times worse from the description I've had. From we them. will never know. This is the. Yeah, we will never know. <laughs> no way nostril hair is anywhere near as painful. I'm not having that. I don't know, man. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I'm going to buy I've got a nostril to do with mine. Right. So, uh, we'll be back next week. So, <laughs> you know, it's goodbye from me. Is Dan around? Hold on. Well, what? Sorry? Have you got anything that you would like to add before we finish? <laughs> yeah, I think you should write a letter to Playboy, but it'd get printed. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> okay. So that's it for me. Goodbye. No, that's goodbye for me. Goodbye <laughs> for me. Goodbye for me. Uh, it appears to be an obscene phone call, so I believe it's for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're done. Now, smeg off. Get the smeg out of here. Yeah, la, 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 la.